show we play is hot like saunas. There's two of us, but we're not Nirvana's. The review a new podcast. I'm your co-host, DJ. And I'm Will the Greatest. And uh, this is the Review New Podcast, the podcast where we typically look back at filmographers we grew up with as fans and analyze their works as adults. But today, uh, I felt like uh, initiating the uh, strictly hip-hop wing of the podcast where we focus on rap-related films. Uh, and today, I wanted to start with something super old school, Crush Groove, a movie I'd never seen before. Me neither. I hope you enjoyed my intro there uh, with the uh, reference to the lyric. Every jam we play, we break two needles. There's three of us, but we're not the Beatles. And I always oh, remember... There's four Beatles. <laughs> but then I, I remember someone brought up, I think it was on some VH1 show, someone brought up, it was like, wait, but this was the mid-80s. Were they like... Are they referencing the fact that one of them died? Like, was that what <laughs> Lennon was dead. <laughs> like, was that what they were doing? <laughs> are are black people that disconnected from the Beatles? <laughs> like, kind of like they were in the studio. They say, "Hey, yo, how many Beatles are there?" Is like it's either three or five, and they and just it's, guessed. It's John, Paul, and George, and I feel like that's all the important ones, right? Like, there's a... <laughs> I mean, to Quincy Jones, there. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Said, said he couldn't hold a tune to save his life. <laughs> but yeah, um, what we bring it back to? You. Oh yes, uh, specifically, I wanted to look at like yeah, some super old school hip hop joints. Uh, yeah. Uh, you said you had never seen this movie either. Yeah, I had never seen it. It just kind of never came across my radar. Like, right. and, and I'm someone who like I definitely liked watching like hip-hop stuff about, like, the 80s and stuff like that. But I don't know. I just never happened across this one. Um, although I thought it was interesting to look at as I was going through, like, you know, hip-hop movies uh, to, to sort of talk about because a name popped out at me uh, for this uh, specific movie, which is why I chose it. And uh, you, you might know who it was. Do you know who I'm thinking of? Blair Underwood? Uh, no, no. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, that one certainly pop. I mean, there's a lot of names in but, here. Yeah, that, that was an interesting name. Certainly to see, stand but... out. <laughs> um, but no, the first name that I saw that particularly came out to me was Ernest K. Dickerson doing the cinematography. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like, I saw that and I was like, what? <laughs> like, this man low key, like, he got figures in all these pies, man. It, you know, it, it's the same way I feel about um, who's that dude? Larry, Larry Wilmore. Larry Wilmore, yes, he is absolutely hilarious. And oh, so, he's like, funny as hell. Yeah, yeah, so he funny. had the nightly show with Larry Wilmore. Yes, yes, he, actually, it was pretty good if I remember. Yes, it, it was, was pretty so damn funny. good. Like it was one of those things where it was just like, okay, there was the Daily Show, and then you know there was Stephen Colbert, and then you know a whole bunch of people tried to like you know be like, well, we, I we used to have a uh, what was it, Chocolate City? Not Chocolate yeah, City. Chocolate News uh, with a uh, uh, Chocolate uh, News with yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. David David Allen Greer. Yeah, David Allen Greer. And, and his is okay, but like with, with Larry Wilmore, like he was fucking on point. Like he is needed to rival Stephen Cole. It should have been Stephen Colbert and fucking Larry Wilmore's show. Like, ah, yeah. god damn it. Um, but then when I look back at it, he's one of those dudes, like, as soon as you, like, peep behind the curtain, he's, like, involved with so many black shows, like, going back, 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 back. Like, fucking, um, I didn't Bernie even. Mac show? Yeah, the Bernie Mac show, the PJs, uh, fucking, I think in Living Color, um, like, he just did so much shit. Damn, Larry. Yeah, as soon as you look, I think, There would like, be a man named, it would be a black man named Larry, too. 
<laughs> he was a Lawrence. co-producer and writer. Yeah, in Living Color, Sister. This explains why he's yeah. so fucking funny. Sister, oh. Sister, Fresh Prince, Jamie Foxx, so PJs, oh, Bernie oh, Mac, the good one. Whoopi. Like... Just every every black show he's probably touched at some point with All his light skin ass fingertips. At, it's him. <laughs> like... Oh my god! And so that's why I was like, wait a minute. So he just got a show in the 2010. That's some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, he's very prolific, and as, as well, I, I also as Ernest K. Dickerson, uh, you know, helped giving these '80s movies, uh, you know, these black films, a little extra bit of sheen with his uh, with his eye, you know, for uh, for cinematography. Oh, yeah. And uh, I definitely feel like he gives a, he definitely gives the '80s, uh, the, the the inner city '80s, a, a loving uh, a, a loving glow with his camera. Um, oh yeah, th- throughout the film. Uh, but when it comes to the acting, oh, oh, boy. Boy. Ah, it's so bad, you guys. It's, <laughs> like, man, <laughs> I was I was sitting there. I'm like, yeah, these are musicians. Yeah, these right. Are, these are definitely musicians. It, it's almost they, kind of they're fun musicians a, first. Yeah, it's almost kind of fun in a clerk's way. Like, <laughs> you know, you yeah, but like with clerks, it it almost kind of works because it's like, oh, these are just dudes. Yeah, right, right, and, and, and that, that's what the kind of feel is for this. And it honestly feels like there's an extra layer of that now, right? Because when you think about it, like that was hip hop reflected right then. Like that was what yeah. hip hop was. You know what I mean? That that's not them doing yeah, like a pastiche. You know what I'm saying? Over the top version of it. like that really is. Well, he, you know, you ironed your yeah, fucking. Uh, it was uh, your, Adidas your track laces. suits and Kangol hats. Yeah, that was the and, whole yeah, you 80s. Get the fat laces. You know what I'm saying? Like it was so. But it, it, there was also that level of like them doing it themselves, right? Like, oh man, I'm actually mm-hmm. ironing out the laces myself. You know what I'm saying? We're doing this shit. You know what I'm saying? That ingenuity of self to be like, I'm so cool, and this is the extra thing I'm doing to look fly to go, when I go to school today. You know what I mean? Um, right. And I did like how they had like you know on a certain level there was like showing diff- people at different levels of uh sort of fame right you you got run dmc as like the these are the guys who are like the now now you know this is what's happening right now and it is so cool to think about it right when you start this movie we could talk about so many things outside of the actual plot of this movie because it is i mean the the cast alone (laughs) is it might just end up being the podcast just <laughs> yeah, like, honestly, it, because, okay. it's just like a question mark of just, just like music, uh who, the, the music <laughs> who, who will say yes everybody yeah. okay yeah it, like because yeah i'm going into this thing like oh it's just a hip-hop movie yeah and then the first thing like wait sheila e like oh and, and then you kind of remember like wait yeah she was kind of down with hip-hop like you know she was one of the the first like r&b chanteuses who's like mixing it up with the the lonely hip-hop crowd you know and, and you know what i mean which, like which is feel, weird because like when sheila e showed up um it felt like it okay, was her so movie I, right like well well partially that i felt so freaking stupid you know who i thought she was i thought it was lady t oh no <laughs> lady t yeah uh you know it's your girl young lady t i'm like wait a minute this sound like this sound like my, my square bitch shoddy and then i come <laughs> find out it's sheila i'm like damn sheila you look fine as hell oh my god and she was so, she looking like she janelle fucking, Mo, the janelle monet of prince right that's what i was like she was fucking dressed to impress like the the thing she was wearing at the end was just like how the fuck is she not the star of the show hold on like she was so she, she was also low-key 
rapping better than some of them? Yeah. Oh my, the scene with Run DMC where they're just freaking yeah. out, of course they're just bullshit, but like she actually goes on for a little longer than he does and actually has some fun with it. I'm like, this is pretty cool. Like, wait a minute, like. She start break dancing, hitting she, the whirly do on the floor and still spitting? Yeah, she was doing an old woman's voice, you know, like, oh, hold up, let me get my... <laughs> the, the original hot girl, Sheila E. <laughs> Dude, she was having fun with it. And that's what I kind of like, like, off the rip, there was that sort of like, this is hip-hop, but immediately there's a sense of like, but it's commiserating with all these other genres, you know what I mean? Like, the the, the techno-rock crowd, because you kind of saw mm-hmm. a bit of that and some of it. You know, you got the song King of Rock, which is the first song that starts, oh, like, the thing, and when you think about it, that's The opening of this was was so really strong I right like it's, it's like visually itself. yeah just to be like oh what like this song king of rock which is already this you know a fucking pretty upstart of a statement there you know what i mean like a fucking right. we're the kings of rock and, but then on top of that this is the same movie immediately fusing hip-hop and rock like you know what i mean just off the rip it's already <laughs> like you know this isn't just what you think rap is of just like, you know, these, uh, you know, just sampling craft work beats or whatever. You know what I mean? Like we're already yeah. on to some next shit, you know? Um, and, it, and it also kind of throws you into the, the community relationship with hip hop of just like, it's very much the people's music. Yeah. Like um, this is what we do. Have fun. Um, like, right. Going from, uh, you know, we start actually with them recording King of Rock and, you know, you're seeing them in the studio <laughs> recording it, and it looks really cool as they're showing it. And then it kind of, like, transitions into, like, the fat boys who are, like, high schoolers, you know, like, senior year, of course, you know, what have you. Like, walking to school, kind of, like, listening the to The fat hoodlums. Like, yeah, right, right. And they're, like, rapping the The fat lyrics. miscreants. Yeah. <laughs> and, but originally, they're the Disco 3. That's what they go as. And, right, and I'm like, the Disco 3? Who the hell is right? the Disco 3? But, but see, that was the 80s, right? Like, the they would still right. have those types of rap names where it'd be like, yo, the Fabulous Three. And the, yeah, like, yeah, like Fab Five Freddy. You know? Yeah, yeah. The Furious Five. Right, the, right. Sounded like damn Spider-Man villains, the Furious yeah, Five. The, the Sinister Six. But, you know, that's how it started, though. And it the is Disco funny, Three. Yeah, it, like, that, so, like, that, as a rap name, wouldn't work in 1989 much less like you know what i mean that just shows how quick like shit changes right like the disco three is like that feel 1982 to 1985 yeah that's about the last time you could be the disco yeah. three referencing disco for god's sakes like you know um but you know the thing about uh you know them is like, again like i feel like the movie kind of shows you different facets of like hip hop just off the rip. Like we go from, you know, these dudes who are like the street toughs are, you know, run DMC, you know, say, say what you will about it being kind of like the, you know, like kind of like the, the hokey hip hop pose now, but like back then, like, you know, the dudes wearing all black, like that was kind of like, nah, man, this is the street, you know what I mean? The street shit. Mm-hmm. So like it's them. And then going to the fat boys who are like these fun, silly dudes going to high school and like, you know, they're cutting up in class and, you know, do, uh, uh, the human beatbox, you know, Buffy, he's like, doing the you know cutting up in class oh yeah the the old dougie fresh right yeah and and you know it's so funny too though but it's like it like it's a thing where it's just like you get the trope of like oh yeah you know after class they they start up a musical number that somehow doesn't get uh fucking shut down by any of the teachers who apparently can't hear uh the song being played but uh i also love the fact that like the teacher's like so blatantly distracted by like the hell is that like is that a ghost just yeah. clear, like clearly a student in the back is 
disrupting the classroom, but it's like, who, right. who's playing that music? That oh. that rippity ro- roaring, that hippity hop. Yeah, who brought a stereo in here? Yeah, it's like that. Like a lot of a, a lot of moments in the film kind of have that sort of like you know hip hop already is being looked at as this. You know what I'm saying? Like what is? Oh yeah, this like the bank scene. That's not music. Like at, at every point, you kind of getting this one. And like the thing is, like that was so real, right? Like they're not exaggerating. Yeah. You know, and, <laughs> like and look at us now. So the the fat boys, well, as the disco three, they perform after class in this huge stair staircase hallway. Mm-hmm. And oh yeah, I just remember just loving. Uh, here in uh, uh, the human beatbox, just doing the like, you know, uh, he's doing the, the like as the song's going, but then like right. the song's like, you know, they're trying to hit on a girl, so like, of course, there's this one girl's going like, oh, stop it, you know, and she's like walking away, but they're like walking behind her, like dancing and singing, like, hey, hey, and you know, you hear him going, you know, I love you, <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> I love it, especially when he would put words in it, like, you know what I mean? Because that just makes it so much cooler, right? Because <laughs> it's like, oh, Man. he's beatboxing, but what's the words? Oh, shit. <laughs> Man, this shit is it's weird like it was is interesting watching uh this movie one just cuz of like all of the everyone who's in it just name wise uh, yeah right like we haven't even fucking scratched the surface we just brought like, up which, DMC which, and, which and... <laughs> I will say like no shade I think he's a very talented actor who looked at Russell Simmons looked at Blair Underwood and said yeah this works uh, yeah I was like uh, <laughs> yeah they, they look what? like not saying he can't act, but it's like uh, apparently on the crown they had Michael J. Fox play JFK. I mean, not Michael J. Fox. Um, who's the dude that plays Dexter? Uh, oh, I can't remember. They they had they had him play JFK. <laughs> yeah, I... it's, it, it's the same <laughs> energy. <laughs> yeah, right, right. We're like, uh, and doesn't well, I'm just like, I mean, doesn't, doesn't Russell not, actually at one point? Right, and it's like they don't look, especially with like. Uh, and we're not to jump ahead too much, but the part where it's like, "Oh yeah, man, you're my brother," and I'm like, "Yeah, okay, yeah, and, <laughs> just, and then, just but, gonna keep making me believe it, huh?" Yeah, but then like I think Russell actually shows up in a cameo later, and you kind of look right. at that guy and you're like, "Hey, yeah, that looks like Run's brother." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this odd str- is like, "Look, your mom got some explanations if your brother yeah. looks like Blair Underwood, <laughs> and this total stranger looks like your brother." <laughs> yeah. And so, but as far as, like, a plot goes, it's just like, oh, you know. Oh, dude, is there one? <laughs> yeah, it, okay, so they've There's got the, the strands of events that yeah, occur. The, the record label is already there, and, I mean, they're recording King of Rock, so, like, they, they've got to have had some hits before this. Like Right, because, like, <laughs> they, they seem like a pretty well-known name throughout the booth. Like, if anything, Disco yeah, like, 3 are, like, the quote-unquote up-and-comers. Yeah, yeah, and so it's, like, it's kind of this thing where you're like, wait, so, yeah, how big are Run DMC? Because it sounds like they're they're still pressing up records, like, you know, uh, right outside, like, you know, you know, still trying to put equipment and shit together. Cause the whole point is that they need more money to press up the records. And like by having a hit record that makes things worse because they need to, they need the demand is for, you know, more records. So they got to press them up back in the days where and again, like, Again, it's having that interesting thing of like, in addition to seeing like the the music, sort of like the the echoes of that, but also like the echoes of just like, wow, this is kind of not the same anymore in terms of what you need to do, right? Oh, like, no. you, you know what I'm saying? One, like, you could have yeah. a TikTok hit, and now you have a career. Like, yeah, isn't that insane? Like in 1985, it's That's like wild. you gotta go do all, uh, use all of this like older technology. You know what I'm saying? All of these shit that looks like you know shit in like 
you know, mad scientist horror movies now. You know what I mean? With how big and like oh. they are compared to today, you know? And it's like Disco Three had to drop thirty dollars to get into a club, not even to perform, just to right. make people to have the opportunity to potentially perform. Right. And it's just like so insane thing. Like the reality of where we are right now, where like you said, you can just drop a song and hey, if it takes on TikTok, yeah, you're big now. That's this is kind of how it yeah. can go. And it's like, wow, Congrats. like it was so much harder. <laughs> like, so, you, you had to get you had to do a everything manager. Smack a DJ in his face to get him to play your fucking record. Like, C- Case in point, Russell had to get a loan for his damn company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had to get a loan. It was a, and it was an awkward scene. Uh, yeah, I mean, you it, know, it was supposed it was. to be like, Again, showing like, oh, you know, uh, this uh, hip hop music isn't going to be getting a loan because mm, uh, this doesn't seem like legitimate music. I can't give you your loan, gentlemen. But then like the scene ends with a thud where this is like, uh, yeah, the uh, uh, Russell's trying to be like, oh, come on, you give it a thing. But then um, what's his His, name? The white dude with the uh, his partner, which is like they they also rapped together, which I can kind of appreciate that they had a rap prepared. It's like, oh, don't worry. He's like, so you say this, and I say this, and we go back and forth. It's like, all right, all right. So so we're going to show what this rap is all about. Like, How many times do you think they had to rehearse that, like, before (laughs) stepping into the bank? It's like, so you go first, then me? No, 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 no. You go first, then I go first, because he's going to ask. So we got to have this in the tank. (laughs) <laughs> but, but I'm trying to remember his name because that is the actual guy who uh, the, uh, Rick Rubin. That is actually him. That was Rick Rubin. Yeah, because that definitely. Oh, he looks like weird. Him. Yeah, back in his youth with the floppy hair and the fucking shades, like he's fucking. Jesus you know Christ, saying? he looks like he's a completely that different man. He's that explains that why his flow was so good. Exactly. <laughs> that explains a lot, actually. But the hair, what? Yeah. That don't even look. That look. Rick Rubin now looks like that Rick Rubin's grandfather. Right, yeah. Now he looks like the fucking respected rock legend with the big beard and shit, you know. Yeah, yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, it is interesting to see him because he ha- he has such a like a, that iconic big floppy eighties hair look with the the fucking sunglasses that he never takes off, you know what I'm saying? Like he's, right. he, he's the businessman, but he's the young businessman of the eighties, you know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> he's a hip businessman, brother. Yeah, exactly. Um He's with it, yeah, he's down. But the, the scene just ended with a thud when they're in the office and he's just like, oh, you know, like, Russ is kind of like, you know, making a thing of it. He's like, oh, man, we should get this loan. Like, what the heck? And like, uh, you know, Rick Rubin just goes like, oh, man, he, he's clearly gay. Let's get out of here. And it's just like. Okay, uh, I thought I misheard that. Here. But I'm like, because I rewound it and I'm like, that was rather unwarranted. And it was just such a thud. <laughs> that was so, was... It's such a random thing because I'm like, it's like. <clears throat> Come on, man. Give us the loan. Give them. Oh, don't worry about it, man. Don't worry about it. He's gay anyways. And I'm like, yeah, like uh, your honor. Thank you, 80s. Fucking relevance. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, was or wasn't? You're still not getting the, you're still broke, buddy. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like the, um, it, the, it, clearly the, is like, oh no, if this were a straight man, we would have gotten it somehow. Yeah, like, it felt like, like it was supposed to be like a laugh line. Like, oh, this guy's not cool. You know, it's this, it's this uh, balding, like mid thirties looking like, you know, stuff shirt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, but, it's, it's it's very much old school Eddie Murphy. Cause the movie came out in 1985. Right. Right. On the dot too. Jeez. Um, 
But yeah, and, and then so Russell goes to his dad to ask for five thousand dollars. His dad is putting From a pastor. money down. He got and, it. He knows right. he got it too. <laughs> he knows damn well he got it. All them collection plates every Sunday. <laughs> no, I won't give you five thousand dollars, Russell. It's like, sir, the it's like you sure you need them renovations, <laughs> right? It's, but, it's five bands. You'll make double that this Sunday. But and the thing that extra threw me off was because again it becomes the question of like. Well, how big is this Run DMC outfit right now, then? Because, like, okay, if they've had hits where they're recording King of Rock, like, it would be like, Dad, I'm good for it. Like, we're clearly doing shit. Like, you know what I mean? No, no, this this hip-hop thing is just a phase song. Oh, see that? Yeah, you know what? That's just how big the uh, the disrespect was. You know what I mean? <laughs> Run DMC's sleeper hit, King of Rock. <laughs> who, who, just, who's going to hear these guys? <laughs> you know? That untold classic, It's Tricky. Yeah. <laughs> Other than, it's kind of funny now that they're like the name that most people, if they're going back to this movie now, are probably going to remember. You know what I mean? Like, the, Yeah, so that somewhere out there is uh, a child born in like 2002 who said, oh yeah, I remember him. He was the pastor on that MTV show. Or, or, oh, or, or those TV shirts, that logo. Oh, that's from a band? That's a real band? <laughs> Yeah, it's like, oh, Run D- I thought that was a skateboard company. Right. Because, you know, you see those t-shirts, you know, that kind of have, like, the thing that kind of looks like the Run DMC logo. Those were hot for a while, you know what I mean? Right. Still, honestly, the design is, I, I'll, it's you a know, that, des- that design is fresh as hell. It's eternal. Yeah. Never gets old. Uh, but, yeah, uh, the dad's giving him, dad's giving him shit. And in fact, he says, uh, you know what? I believe uh, that God is testing you. This is God's will. If you can make this money and do it on your own, then you'll have uh, deserved what you're what you're doing. You know what I mean? You'll deserve it. You know, you, you know. Dad weasels his way out of giving him his money that way. Uh, <laughs> so, so God's plan is for me to be broke, and <laughs> jump by the mob. Got it. Yeah, but uh, th- then it this is the Lord's to... ass beating. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, the universal beatdown. Uh, then it cuts to <laughs> Sheila E. And you hear her playing at this club. And again, like, she's Sheila E. And she goes by Sheila E. But I guess she is also some rundown uh, nobody who's just trying to get by in this club. Even though they, some, they got the some fucking fly-ass clothes. And they got a dope-ass act going on, man. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like, she, she, all of Sheila E.'s performance. Honestly, everybody's performance in the movie? Like, musically, yeah. I mean, you know? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Let's well, be specific yeah. here. But it's like, yeah, yeah. musically. <laughs> All of the music in this is very, very good, which I sure would hope it is. Yeah, right. Basically, the entire gamut of who was on the radio in 1985. Yeah, and it, it is such a thing where, like, as you're going through this movie, like, you get to one song and then you get to another song, and you're like, oh shit, they're playing that one too. Like, yo! <laughs> like, it right. kept happening. Well, anyways, Sheila E's performing. Uh, I'm trying to remember what. Yeah, she's incredible. She looks great. Uh, I, I think. Uh, she, well, no, her manager also looks fly too. Yeah, she's wearing like this red fucking uh, number uh, with this really long glove, really long mm-hmm. red glove. And I remember it specifically because, okay, in a, in a specifically awkwardly acted scene where, um, so yeah, after they perform, she's like, oh man, no one's going to see me here in this rinky dink place. Uh, manager, you need to get me a better thing. Ah, you're gonna, uh, and she's like, uh, you know, no one's going to see me here in this place. And then Run, like, almost leaps into the frame. <laughs> 
<laughs> like he's just like, I saw you. Yo, I thought you was really blood. Like you just see him from the back, and like you, at first you can't even tell like who it is. It just seems like this guy just like flies up and just like I saw you. I thought you was fine. And just like, oh my god, like that's t- you're too close, man. Like no one would. You're too close, man. Too close. <laughs> like you can just tell this is just bad staging. And the way it goes, he goes like, you know, yeah, I saw you. You know, I thought you was real deaf. And she goes like, oh, thank you. And then they like the two women kind of turn to walk away. And then he, like, starts to walk with them in that way where it looks like he's, like, you know when a guy's, like, kind of, like, checking a girl out, but but he's, like, too close because they're in the camera. So, yeah. like, they're walking and then turn around. And it seems like maybe he was supposed to, like, grab her hand or say something, but he just kind of didn't say it. So it just looks like they, like, turn and then just turn back. And he's just kind of, like, doing the awkward, like, it's a podcast, so I can't really show you. But it's just, like, the awkward, like, look around where he's just, like, oh, look at this girl. But he looks even, like, slightly more threatening because he's, like, really close while doing it. So it's just, like, <laughs> And then they turn and see him, but they have to act like it's all good. So they're like, oh, was there something that you wanted to say? Like, so it's just like. <laughs> and to everybody listening, this is not how you. <laughs> yeah, this ain't, this is not how you this, do it. You yeah, don't just this go. Is, this, is, this is not how you, uh, quote unquote, holla at a shouty yeah, or you don't shoot your really, shot. You don't just get really awkwardly close and go, like, hey, girl. <laughs> at regular volume. <laughs> Yeah, it's just so awkward the way it. Oh my god! Like, and Run is I feel the worst actor in this whole thing because it feels like he so has like I'm trying to act it, but I'm being real because every now and then I'll put something extra in it. Like I'll like bucket someone to be like, oh, because I'm angry. But it'll be like at the scene where he's like bucking at Sheila E, and it's just like, ah, what? Uh, like, yeah, like you're trying to be an actor moment here, but I don't think you realize how that's directly translating on a screen, bro. And and the weird thing is. All of his, because uh, like if you've ever heard, uh, uh, not Russell, but um, Rev talk, like Rev talks like a regular guy when he gets down to it, but like when he talks in the movie, he talks like he's trying to rap. Every oh, is this heightened hip hop again? It feels like the the hip hop version of like this clerk's uh, clerk's heightened dialogue. Yeah. It's like you know, like step ha- off me, man. No, yeah. step off me, bro. Yeah, and, and like I think this is the cadence that everyone gets, like what people think people in the 80s in hip-hop talk like, but I think it's just like, that is the acting cadence that they use, you know? Just, just to be like, just well, this is how you show emotion, bro. You know, like... It just occurred to me. Daryl didn't talk that much in the movie, did he? Yeah, I thought it was kind of interesting. Him or Jam Master J. Like, they didn't really talk that much in the but, movie. But, but here's the thing. It really did feel like, because, like, DMC really does feel like he's the quiet dude in the group, and Run DMC's the hothead. You know what I mean? Like, that's what it okay. kind of felt like they were, like, playing off of. So I kind of like, now, of course, Jam Master J, yeah, he got, like, fucking nothing. Like, you can't yeah, have two I think they guys. said his name, and yeah, he like, was there. He just materialized. But, but he's Jam Master J. I think he's He's cool with being in the back. His name is not even in the group name. Like, I think he's cool no. with playing his part, you know? Run DMC featuring the prestigious Jam Master J. Like, <laughs> like he wasn't there for most of the performances. Yeah, yeah. It's like, bro, um, you're in the group, right? <laughs> and in fact, wasn't there a weird part? It's like, there's a thing where, uh, so they go on stage at one point and... Uh, Russell's trying to get the money or something like that and they go on stage they just met Sheila E and they're having a you know good time with them they just popped some champagne they just made a new single 
And he's like, hey, I'm at, uh, like, they go on stage and it looks like Run DMC's about to perform. They're like, yo, everybody, right now, this is my house. And I want to bring out someone special to perform for y'all. And then he brings out, like, Sheila E to perform. And then she performs. It does a great song. But it's like, yeah. you know, Russell gets mad about it. He's like, yo, don't fucking bring up anybody. Like, this is supposed to be my production. Like, don't fucking surprise me like that. And they kind of get into a tiff about it. But it's like, the thing is like, yeah, what? Why is this even an issue, bro? Like, you really shouldn't have done that. Like, that is kind of like a weird vibe. Like, I get it being, like, a nice dude for your friend. But, yeah, this is kind of a non-conflict. You shouldn't have done that. Like, yeah. Like, because we got a show to do. Like, we got, motherfuckers are on the clock. Like, we can't. Priorities. <laughs> yeah. Um, But I think they do a song afterwards. But it just kind of was weird that, like, it was like, hey, guys, we're on stage. And here we are. But hold on a second. Someone else is about to come up first. Like, I'd be pissed if I was a Red DMC fan. Like, what? No, <laughs> but but wait, we got one more opener. Yeah, yeah. Cut that that is not hip hop at all. <laughs> it's like, wait, guys, where are you going? <laughs> I didn't pay my forty five dollars for this shit. Exactly. Um, I ain't come here to see Prince's wife for thirty minutes. <laughs> that becomes like the sort of thing, you know, the sort of push and pull of egos of power control. Like, you know, Russell saying like, "Hey, don't sign with this group because you know I need to get the money for this." So like, don't sign with Galaxy Records because I'm trying to do this, and then uh. <clears throat> he's like, well, you know, uh, maybe I do because I'm trying to be my own artistic self or whatever. It's just really sort of like soap opera level conflict here. Um, right. Sounds like hip hop. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Uh, and then um, it, it really is so awkward how, how this whole thing unfolds. Cause it's yeah, like, like the like like I said, this movie has things that happen, but a plot <laughs> is a is a hard. That's a hard noun to use. Yeah, um, it's it, it's like a like people intersect. Like uh, fat boys have their plot. Run and uh, Russ they have just their walk plot. Around the city. <laughs> um, every every other rapper from 1979 to 1986, aside from like Slick Rick and Dougie Fresh, right. just appear in the background. Yeah, the like it's a goddamn have, Lego movie. The Fat Boys have their plot, and I think it is actually kind of like cool to a certain extent when um when they have the point where they figure out what their rap names are, right? Because it's this, uh, the infamous yeah. scene I think from this movie uh, is the All You Can Eat, where it's like. You know, they're like, oh, they just lost the competition the first time. Right. So they're like, well, let, let, let's hang out and let's get something to eat. And so they go to this place, this, this buffet. And afterwards, they're like, oh, man, that was good as shit. You know, and they're like making fun of each other, like joking at each other. Like, oh, man, I love eating. Da, da, da. It's like, and, you know, they kind of get to a point where they say, um, what is it? it? It's actually like a weirdly kind of endearing uh, thing where they're like, like, man, like, nobody was feeling our shit, you know, because we fat, man. People don't like us because we fat, man. And then yeah, like... just some fat boys. Yeah, exactly. We some fat boys. And then you go like, yo, man, I don't know, man. Yo, I think I sound kind of fly. It's like, what you talking about? Like, yeah, man, how about we rap about what we like, man? If we like food, man, let's just fucking rap about that, man. And it's Didn't kind of... one of them say he didn't like the name and they just... Rusty. I thought I heard one yeah. of them say, like, I don't know, man. <laughs> and another yeah, one's like, just... no, man, we'll be the fat boys. I'm like, you just steam just right go, over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, the... It's like, no, man, fuck your feelings. We the fat boys now. And man, they're like, okay. It's the it's the taller, uh, dark, darker-skinned one who's just always a contrarian. He's the fucking Raphael of the group who's always yeah. just going like, let's do that. No, that's whack because we suck. And then like two, 20 seconds later, they go like, oh, but come on, let's do it. And he's like, man, all right. All right. <laughs> you got, you've swayed my heart. You're right. Um, somewhere but, a young Jay-Z was inspired. You know, he's right. playing hoop somewhere. He's just like, oh, I feel like everything's going to be okay. <laughs> exactly. Well, and, and you know, it is kind of interesting though because of all the characters 
they really do embody that microcosm of, of like the nature of hip hop, right? Like, you know, saying who yeah. I am and what I enjoy, like regardless of what everybody's doing, you know, not everybody's doing this, but this is what our thing is, you know, like. <laughs> I'm so mad that like the soul of hip hop is represented by Dude, the freaking fat boys. It's so weird. But you're right. You're exactly right. Like right. the more I think about it, it's like no, that's the like independent freedom to tell your story however you want as a form of like emotional expression. You know, picking your name and just like doing what you love and being passionate and, and about. The ownership. And who there. better than the fat boys? Right. Yeah. And the ownership, <laughs> the ownership of their size as like, yeah, I know that makes me like, you know, whatever, like pick up whatever. But and what? Who gives a fuck? Like well, I'm owning it. Fat, fat boys walk so Lizzo could twerk with a flute. Hey, like it's the fucking truth though. Like <laughs> the, the, the body positive hip hop representation we deserve. I mean, no, and that's no shade to the fat boys. It's just like. Anytime I think about them, uh, yeah, the music is a... so like silly and carefree. You don't think of them as like <laughs> that's like that's like doing a a rock movie about like the birth of a of a famous label and also featuring Weird Al Yankovic. Like you're not wrong, but yeah. and you know, <laughs> it's an interesting inclusion. Time, if you did spend the yeah. time, like you would probably go like, "Damn, man, you're right." Like, but that's yeah, it's like ACDC. Aerosmith, Metallica, Weird Al Yankovic, Black Sabbath. It's like, wait, wait a damn minute. What is this Bonnaroo lineup? Yeah, and if we're just going to talk about the hip-hop expert, let, let's get into it. Because, um, yeah. Can like, we? Like, like <laughs> Please. You said, uh, like, <laughs> like you said, uh, let, starting with Curtis Blow, him showing up, which is, which is kind of interesting. Cause, like, Curtis Blow appeared a lot in this movie, too. Yeah. And like, it I felt, forget how big he was back in the 80s. He was huge with bad skin. And even the song that was on here, the If I Ruled the World, I was like, oh, fuck it, that, now I said, yeah. like, yeah, that's a fucking clap. You know what I mean? Like, like, I heard that, I'm like, yo, Curtis Blow hitting the, you know, if I. <laughs> right. With the Immediately, ladies. you, like, jump to Nas. <laughs> yeah, it's so insane. Imagine like, that. <laughs> yeah, it is so insane to just be like, and, and like I said, but at the time, I remember being like, I remember having the feeling going into the movie, being like, wait, 85 was. Was he still making hits like that? And it's like I think it was like he still had like clout like that. But I I think he was like just about on his way out. But the with the way like this movie plays out, it totally feels like there's a there's maybe a bit of contention with that where he's just like, nah, put me in a movie more. Nah, I'm the you know, I'm the king of and say I'm the king of rap a lot. <laughs> like, you know. Which is even funnier because, uh, oh, I guess to balance out with Run DMC being the king, king of rap. Yeah. Like, Here we go. Evidently the best rapper we could find. Right. Curtis Blow. Yeah. I feel like there was a bit of contention there because I was like, I don't think anybody thought that. Yeah. Uh, not, not Slick Rick, not Grandmaster Flash, right. not, um, not Kumo D. Uh, <laughs> oh, well, uh, Kumo D. No, at that time. Yeah. Right. Like, yeah, I mean, maybe Kumo D, but who, who am I thinking of? Um. Who was the who was my man that did Wild Wild West? Because he uh, can't. That was Kumo D. Oh, that was Kumo D. Okay, yeah, so well, yeah, Kumo you're, you're D. Th- you're probably thinking of Big Daddy Kane because I feel like they got Big a- Daddy Kane. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, if Big Daddy Kane was in the movie. This this might be a different flick. Yeah, I think he might I have guess, been like I think like '86 would have been like it's like right yeah. after that. Like yeah. Um, but I just think it's interesting. Yeah, like the cur- like. And it's so, it's just kind of a testament to how fast hip-hop moves too, right? Because, like, the fact that, yeah, Curtis Blow would have been right about all the way out by 1985. Yeah, that yeah. is kind of sad when you think about it. Like, damn, Which, it is kind of moving quick. <laughs> looking looking at this list, it's like, it's a weird snapshot. 
But it's not a normal snapshot of like music history where it's like, oh, one era or a narrow, another era. No, this is mid-transition. Where, <laughs> yeah, that's you, what's so fascinating like, about it. Yeah, like, you know, Curtis Blow is probably the tail end of like OG <laughs> hip hop. But yeah. then you got, you know, DM, Run DMC, Fat Boys, New Edition. Um, that's kind of like mid, mid 80s. Yeah. Uh, be, you know, Beastie Boys. But then you got fucking snuck in LL Cool J in here. Yeah. And, and it's so funny to be like, yo, and that's the one that would stick around the longest. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's like, that's a, now that's a stelter. It's, yeah. LL Cool J and New Edition. Yeah. And just and because they kept splitting up and making new groups. Right. And I, and I think it's funny that, like, LL Cool J shows up because it's like, he shows up later on to like do an audition after everyone's uh left. He's like, no man, it's five o'clock, no more audition. And you see like like he goes like, no, I'm doing my thing. And he's like coming in all defiant. And someone stands up and I think it's either Run or like J Master J. And they look like they're about to like reach in their coat. Like, dude, you're all right, man. You're overreacting here. <laughs> no, they're gonna shoot the man to put ice cream on his chest. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I just thought it was funny. When you look at the movie earlier, though, LL Cool J's just in the background, like, moving speakers around, like, getting his set ready, I think. And, like, like I mean, he's that's just probably like, what he had to do to get started, right? too. Right, and I just think that's so funny to be like, yo, the braggadocious, like, you know what I'm saying? One of the first rappers to be like, GOAT, greatest of all time, put respect to my name, been here, all that. And he's just this skinny fucking dude setting up this video. It's just like, oh, yeah, my. It's, it's so interestingly, like, humbling, you know, to it's see. It's one of those you know? weird, like, time caps of, like, oh, dude, you don't even know where half of these careers are going to go. Because, like, right. uh, if, if you've ever seen that, it was that, it was that super <laughs> group uh, of, like, all those male R&B singers. And it always throws me off because it's like... um It'll be uh, like Ralph Tresvant and mm. um, all these other like crazy singers, and then just like right, right there for a couple lines, fucking Usher. Wait, are you talking about that United Men's chorus? Yes, you will know. You will know. Yes, you the will You Will Know song. Oh yes, where it's it, they just had every <laughs> black man that could sing. Yes, and then just like for that for that wee moment, Usher, and I'm like, huh. <laughs> Of all the careers. <laughs> right. And like you, you know, said. Not key, uh, not key sweat. <laughs> <laughs> and like you not, said. Uh, fucking uh, the Beastie Boys come in. And like you said. They, they, they getting, they're not they're not getting the uh, unanimous. They, they got booed. There. Yeah, they got Which booed. is very weird to me. <laughs> yeah. Now they didn't get fully booed. Like it was like one of those things where it's just like. You're hearing the crowd. And you're hearing boos among them. You know where it's like. And it's continu- yeah. it's clearly continuing. And it's just like. Whoa, that's like that, that was a little too that was, that was a little too real. They're like, oh, who's these white dude? Boom! Like it was a solid ass song, and I'm listening. I'm like, yeah, yeah. rocking with, it. and I'm hearing the boo. But I'm like, you know hell what? yeah, Beastie Boys! And then you know you hear the boos. You're like, wait, wait, wait. yo, you know this what? Is the, you don't even know this is the Beastie Boys. But you know what? I kind of enjoyed the fact that they were booing. You know, because it is like, like you know what? <laughs> Fuck yeah! Like they are the fucking yeah. Hey, you know what? You don't have to like every uh, everybody in this motherfucker. Like that's right, goddamn. But we're doing what the fuck you know, we're doing, true. and what, bitch? Like I like that energy, we're, right? It's not unanimously. Oh, everyone's happy. It's like, nah, some motherfuckers weren't uh, uh, always happy about shit, and motherfuckers are like, oh, who these dudes? They're wagging like, like that was that is hip hop, right? Like there is. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, it's like that. That actually is authentically hip hop, which is <laughs> right. hilarious because New Edition just got lauded, which sometimes people forget that, like, yo, before you had 
all these like ba- like all these uh boy bands, you know, your NSYNCs, B2K, all that. Mm. New Edition was the whole damn wave, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah, they they killed. Yeah, <laughs> and I've almost uh, you know, sometimes I, maybe we one one day we'll have to cover <laughs> the damn New Edition story. But mm. like seeing up there in them silvery ass suits. Oh yeah, like, oh, yeah. it was 1985 for sure. They was getting it when you had to have the routines. You know what I'm saying? Because they play at these clubs, oh, yeah. so they got to make sure that people are paying attention and shit. Evidently, you know? like. Full Force and Gap Band were in here. They're like, there are mm-hmm. a couple ones that I missed. Uh, like Shaka Khan, Debbie Harry, which, I mean, yeah. It tracks. Like, just <laughs> massive cool. names. Like, massive names by today's standards. But just like... Yeah. It's, it's just a bewildering... Ca- yeah, like, Chris Rock was just, you know, unknowingly known in there. <laughs> and then, um... Oh, and this... So, trying to get back to the plot... Basically, oh, what what semblance there is of one? Yeah, like okay. So to get to the resolution, it's like okay. So his brother, like, uh, run signs to Galaxy, unbeknownst to Russell, and he's like, "Oh, why'd you do that? You're supposed to be with me, and we're supposed to be cool." And he gets really yeah. angry. And then there's a scene where, uh, uh, especially Curtis Blow comes out and he's like, "Hey, man, I'm representing what's still cool, and I say, why are we not all together on this? You know?" <laughs> and he's like, "Nah, man. Like Russell wants to be pissed baby, and he wants to take a thing. Fine, that's out." But then the resolution is just like Russell goes to some other gangbanger dude to get the money and but then he's like no now it's our record label and you owe me and then he's like oh crap that sucks and then he goes back to run and he's like oh man we're angry at each other i'm sorry i was mad at you oh it's cool well since we signed the galaxy records we now have the money to pay that guy so everything's okay and it's like oh what Uh, all right well anyway let's settle down for uh, a couple of more songs for the rappers (laughs) it was just like wait wait, what (laughs) Do do we want to talk about like the the I guess subplot of Rev and Russ pining after Sheila E oh, in yeah, it, such it, it was... oddly directed scenes because it's like oh uh, it's like oh I only like you as a friend well Sheila you don't be kissing your friends like that no yeah, we're what? just friends and I'm like where the hell is this going yeah <laughs> so and, and you're watching like... this and then, <laughs> then Rev just pops up just like I need five thousand dollars okay. Come into my house and let's talk about it naked. <laughs> yeah, let's. I'm saying I feel horny now. A guy who owes money, I, I, I'm splooshing down there. Let's go, broke niggas. <laughs> How did you know I was a homosexual? <laughs> but yeah, it's just so like what and and like the the way it's all set up is awkward too because it's like yeah, first she's talking to Run and then it's like hey, they're cool and they're working on music and then it's like. Something happens where he ends up fucking off and talking to some chick that the dude from Galaxy Records sends to talk to her, I guess. And so because they're like, oh yeah, well, I guess you kiss your friends on the cheek, but I wanted more, man. So he goes off to hang out with this girl. And then uh, Russell's like, hey, I guess I want to talk to you now. And she's like, okay, because I, I, I'm not fucking with that guy who I wasn't interested <laughs> in anyway, apparently, because I just told him that. What, <laughs> Evidently. What don't, yeah. don't, let the, don't let the way this movie was directed fool you. I had no interest in him. <laughs> but anyway, she gets to this guy, and then like Run comes in, and he's like, Oh, what's going on with the brother? And then he sees that he had sex with her, and, and he's like, "What? No, I'm angry about this." I guess I, even though I've been, been cucked by my own brother. 
Yeah, and it was like, and also, wasn't I, like, with the floozy last night? Wasn't that the whole, like, point of, like, oh, I'm hanging out with this chick, huh? Galaxy Records yeah. is setting me up. Like, so what, I just didn't understand. <laughs> like, why do you even care? <laughs> why does it need to be an issue? Yeah, it's it's so, like, just there for the sake of, oh, well, asset, that, that. Now, I do, the scene itself was, you know, pretty sultry, you know, pretty sexy. Like, and very yeah, well, that's I mean, the way they showed it, you know. You know I was going to say, it's like, it's, it's Ernest K. Dickerson, so. Exactly. The, that that the was scene of shot where like, just, oh, show it's just like the context is weird. Light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was just like this is. I don't know why this is happening, but fine, it looks nice. Yeah. <laughs> what what a strange place to use good lighting and, and visuals. Yeah, it's like we need to have a sex scene, so here we go. Is, is this movie rated R? I couldn't t- like. I heard a couple fucks. It some... feels like the movie that would be rated R, doesn't it? Like, but but like just barely. Yeah, because there is no nudity. Like, there, there's no nudity. There's not a couple a lot of swears. Violence. Yeah. Not, like, <laughs> the most violence is somebody gets beat up physically. Yeah. But it's not even, like, bloody. It's just, like, takes a couple minks to the face. And, yeah. And, <laughs> remember, you'll get one of those every day until we get our money back. Which, low-key, is, like, a terrifying but hilarious line. <laughs> like, a, like, a, like a delivery boy. Just... Your ass beaten to your player. <laughs> come to remind you. Come to, it's like, hey, come get this ass whooping. <laughs> yeah, it's rated R. It's rated R. Oh, uh, I guess. I think, yeah. <laughs> Dangerous it seems like it's rated R by, by proxy. <laughs> Dangerous <laughs> black people in cursing. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Negroes? <laughs> on film? What are they rapping about? Violence? It's like, not really. Yeah. They're rapping about being fat and controlling. Yeah, actually. <laughs> I don't know. Something about, something about that their human beatbox makes me a little skittish. Yeah. I don't like the way his glasses look. I don't like the way he breathes. He breathes sound like yeah. danger. That's superhuman. How can he do that? <laughs> how does he make those sounds with his mouths? <laughs> Stampin' Up! Yeah, I feel like the the uh, the rating for this film was very much like the people judging hip hop in it, just very very uninformed and baseless. <laughs> but uh, uh, no, I mean, I'm trying to think about what else like happened. I mean, like Fat Boys. Yeah, the Fat Boys plot started. is like okay, so they lose, but then they do the contest again, and I think they also lose. But then the guy goes like, "Oh, you guys are cool though, side anyway," or something like that. Yeah, because because one of them they lost a new edition. Yeah, which I'm just like, I mean, three against five. That's just math at that point. You know? Yeah, and it's fucking new edition. You know, at in eighty five. Right. It's just like, I'm, I'm sorry, human beatbox is not beating uh, Bobby <laughs> yeah. Brown. That's just. Look, <laughs> dims the brakes as as a, right, yeah, as, right. a, as, a, as a like a these all the brakes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and doesn't that just go to show like the fact that it's all like these all the brakes? If a, you know, if a girl breaks up with you in the van, that's the brakes. like that cadence was just so like pulled out and belabored out, and by like eighty five, it's already so much tighter, right? With, right. with Run DMC, you know what I'm saying? Like so interesting. And- um, and it was something that, that, that we'd spoken uh, to, I guess, that's really interesting if we're talking about the evolution of hip-hop and how it kind of showcases in this movie, even by 85. So yeah. rap was pretty young at that point. Yeah, right? not even a full decade at that yeah, point. Yeah, probably, well, rap, rap started, what, seven, yeah, 76, 77. Um, so, like, 
yeah, not even a decade, and just the difference in flow alone. Like, you know, like that, like I told you, that damn Donald Glover bit where every time Curtis Blow went to spit, you know, it's that I went to the hat store and I bought myself a hat. My brother. (laughs) (laughs) And then Run DMC is like, it's weird because you can see where it's adopted. We're about to get in kicking. (laughs) You know, it's like there's a little more, you know, urgency yeah yeah it's a little bit more out there and a little bit more it's like you know we came to rock we do it hard other people know we on the boulevard it's like yeah, yeah it's like okay and then you like yeah yeah and then like and it's it's interesting i i somebody needs to like i would love to see a, a breakdown just like how the flows have changed over time Cause like there's the, you know, you always hear it. Sometimes people be like, "Man, I miss the good old days when, when uh, they would make rap about things that mattered." It's like, like what? <laughs> they weren't always rapping about things that mattered. They're yeah, rapping about a like, lot of stupid things. <laughs> case in point, Fat Boy's whole career. They're like, "Hey, we like food." I'm trying. You know, like, you know what though? But after watching this movie, like I kind of have a respect for like the whole, like it paints the discography differently now. You know, like I would say yeah, more like they had, a, they had a couple nice songs in here. Yeah, I'm not gonna hold you. I would say uh, more like who, who's the fucking Tic Tac Toe Kuiper, whoever the fuck. You know those fucking songs. The uh, you know yeah. those fucking dance house pop uh, late '80s, early '90s songs. Those I feel like were the worst of hip hop. <laughs> right, like like that. Um. Who's your boy? Uh, the rapping John Wayne. Oh, that, oh Lord. And no, <laughs> I always use that as the example, right? Just like, hey, man, it's always been kind of silly. <laughs> like, like, here's the thing. The worst parts of music never get remembered. <laughs> yeah, that's the way it is. Yeah. That's the because thing. That's so not what like, people are playing. That's not be, right, because it's like, I guarantee you, the SoundCloud uh, rapper equivalent of 1985 right. was probably like sub Dr. Seuss. Yeah, yeah. But so, they, yeah, but that's just what we have to remember now, because that's what's getting played right now. But Right. Like, you know, it's just like, I'm sorry, bro, but there's, you know. There's a good chance a lot of these Lils aren't going to make it in the history books. That's oh, just definitely. the way it's. Lil Skies, Lil Zan, Lil Tweet, Lil Pump. I, like, which I, one yeah, did like I make Lil, up? Like, I bet you can't I'm, even tell. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> Lil Bottle, Lil Ocean. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, Lil Boat technically does exist as well. So it's like Lil, Lil Pump, like, started and ended his whole career in a year. <laughs> yeah, it is insane how he just kind of, like, cycled he, in and out real quick. He, uh, he tried to be relevant again. He's like, no, I'm voting for Donald Trump. It's like, bro, we don't care. Yeah. <laughs> this is not going to sway your vote. It's not going to sway votes. Yeah. In fact, yeah. it might be a deterrent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so it's just yeah. like, look, you know, people people complain about uh, rap not, you know, being clean or clear about the same topics. They're like, look, bro, they're rapping about the same thing. It's like, matter of fact, they had the same flow then. They all yeah. wrapped in staccato. Let yeah. me tell you what you want to know about yeah. the brother. His name is Curtis. Yeah, Last and then, name and then we, blow. It's like no. <laughs> yeah, and then when we moved into the nineties, it was like a slew of whole bunch of motherfuckers feeling feeling like they had to go the other way, and everyone was talking about how they're gonna fucking like murder a whole city block. You know what I mean? Like that was right. the whole gangster like, rap thing, right? Like, <laughs> which was which? That's a. I mean, that's an interesting period all on itself. Thinking about like, it is fa- fascinating how like I don't want to use the word like cartoonish because that feels like insulting, but like it is kind of cartoonish. It was like because the '80s stuff was cartoonish and how it was like 
you know, kind of like, you know, kind of PG and like, you know, kind of fun. Yeah, just... And then the 90s stuff was kind of cartoonish and now it was like over the top violence and all that type of shit. You know what I mean? Like, right, like to, to almost to the point of parody, if you saw like some of the Easy e videos. Oh my like... Lord, Easy e <laughs> But like, yeah, because like, look, if you take... If you take one of Easy E's videos and take it to Baby Video, they're not that far removed. Yeah, oh my <laughs> lord, man, you ain't they're, never lied they're, about that. They're money. not that different. Only the camera quality is yes, I really want it. <laughs> yeah, like the camera quality is about one is in four four eighty, the other's right. in four K. That's right. the only difference, you know. <laughs> It's like you know, uh, maybe maybe some people will consider this sacrilege, but to say the baby is the new Easy E is not that far removed. Hey, yeah, niggas, my height don't fight. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Can't short, get away. angry, kill niggas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, but um, yeah, think about the '90s. Like, not it was weird because like gangster rap in the late '90s was so different from like early nineties rap. And also cause right? you had the integration of like ladies hip hop and it was yeah. so well, different. Like Lil Kim, Foxy Brown and, um, well, yeah, like in the early nineties, it was just the, the gangster killer, you know, the gangster, the killer, the drug dealer. It was just like stabbing and yeah. shooting crazy. Man. By the late nineties, you know, I mean, Tupac and Biggie had died. So it was kind of like, it was still hardcore, but it's more like the Mac, the player, you know, like the, the yeah. Pimp rap started to become a thing. Exactly. We flossy um, now, you know, like, so the gangster was still there, <laughs> but it kind of got like lightened, you know, like. Yo, wait! It just occurred to me. That's what, that was Snoop Dogg's been... trajectory, honestly. <laughs> what? Jay Jay Z probably would have been rapping at this point, at least around like late eighties. Oh uh, yeah, well, what... Hawaiian Sophie. Yeah, that would. Yeah, because didn't he do that. a track with? Uh, because he was on like that. Yeah. It was like some Jazz-O. huge collab track. Jazzo, the winner, the Hawaiian Sophie. That was the video. Yeah, yeah, because he was he was a young Jay Z, <laughs> and, <laughs> and you know what, you know what, and, and isn't that a perfect example? Go back and listen to that fucking Hawaiian Sophie song. That is the perfect example of just a ridiculous '80s hip hop song yep. that is just like this didn't, this doesn't need to be remembered, bro. You know, right, like it'd be it, these but... songs, it'd be those songs that'd be like, you know, the songs that hey, the now legends that we know, but like, oh, they were featured on some guy that you know, they were the, the they were the, the right hand man for this guy who was the bigger dude back then. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, his, back when his name was Sean. Parentheses, Jay Z Carter. <laughs> right, right. It, it's it, like, it, this? It's, you know, some little an, kid with teeth talking about, yeah, I can do this and that. Yeah, da, 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 as an homage da, da, to Jazz O. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of what it was, you know? And, yeah, and in and fact, was, you could say Jay Z was kind of like part of the next evolution, right? Because he would do speed rap when he first yeah, got okay. on. That was like his fucking thing. And it's. Yeah, uh, him it, and LL Cool J would have been the uh, around the same time. Yeah, if you look up. If you look up. Fucking like, weird. Like, yeah, it's interesting, but if you look up tracks like, uh, you know, um, songs he'll do like with Big Daddy Kane, like uh, yeah. that one hype track was like Big Daddy Kane and a whole bunch of dudes like show and prove. Like his style sounds so yes. much different than like, yeah, going into the 2000s where it's like, all right, now I'm relaxed, I'm relaxed, I gotta chill, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm a pimp now. Right, a- right. <laughs> Is that a be- young Beyonce? I'm a groomer. Like, <laughs> ah, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> you can that cut that part out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, was there anything else you want to talk about? Because I'm trying to think. I, I think that's actually about it. Because like, <laughs> I think that's made. You get yeah, this podcast, or you just like wait. Yeah, the plot doesn't really resolve that well, so there's not really a there's you know place really... we can land here. 
Yeah, like, cause like, what what happened at the end? It just like, it just, oh yeah, they got yeah, signed Russ to and the Rev. record company that was gonna sign them at the beginning, so they could have just right. done that already. And then he just get, he's like, hey man, I just need a small loan for a little bit. Oh okay, how much is it? I mean, it's not a lot, bro. How much is it? Five k. It's like, bro, you knew this. Like, you've known this the whole. Uh, right. You've been with them the whole movie. What are you? <laughs> Why are you acting like you didn't know how much money he owed? And so yeah. he loans him to 5K, which he could have done by signing over to Galaxy, which yeah, he, he did. It's he, literally he, delaying the inevitable for 90 yes, minutes. He could have avoided having to deal with with the thug, you know what I'm saying, who, uh, uh, who was trying to give the money and talking about, like, oh, record label. He could have completely avoided that. And even, like, the fat boys, <laughs> it's like, their arc was just a prolonged, just like, I don't want to do it. Okay, I'll do it. <laughs> Yeah, like, like Fat Boys did. I don't think that did they meet Run DMC in them. I'm trying to remember if they did. Did oh, they like ever meet they each do. other? I don't think they do because they wrap like, their lyrics at one point, but it's never like a oh stop. yeah. Because it's like the only thing I remember is them being the closest was when they changed and they got those fly ass fucking uh those uh, mesh kind of colored suits, you know, where it's like meshes from like pink to white, the suits that they're wearing. It looks really yeah, fucking yeah. cool. Like, it's like, yo, that looks, that, that yo, that, that, that wears well on a big dude. Like that, that's a dope yeah, that's ass a, design. That's kind of tight player. That's kind of yeah, tight. Yeah, exactly. Game game. to accentuate for, for the big fellas. You know what I mean? Um, it's, it's, it's big fella season, but yeah, it's just, but yeah. I don't think they ever met. Which is weird because the movie's about you would think it'd be like oh it's building up yeah, to like their the stories idols. intersecting right. in the yeah you know but or like fat I don't and even then think the fat, the fat boys, boys opened up the for label. Run DMC wait I don't even I, think I don't think they are I don't think they got signed I think yeah. they just, just came up with a name <laughs> because they lost both competitions yeah and by the end when they when you hear like Run DMC talking about like yeah we got signed on the dotted line that's right. We got, you know, and they start naming everybody. And I was like, wait, I didn't hear fat boys. <laughs> but we got this person and that person. And that's all. <laughs> oh, well. Like, oh, well. Fat boys on a different label and they just like couldn't legally say. And yeah, I didn't understand. Like, why are they on Galaxy? Why couldn't they call it Def Jam? What's going on? Why couldn't Def Jam right. be the ultimate label? I don't understand. I don't know. <laughs> His name was Russell Walker in the movie. Uh, <laughs> This is this mixing of reality and which what why are we missing it? What is real? I, I don't know. We just wanted to make the movie and we we just we, we didn't want to change too many names and we you know we still gotta sell our music. I mean, <laughs> see now now you're making me try to figure out who. Okay, um, so Fat Boys never got signed to Def Jam, so they, that's why they, they never got signed to Crush Group. Wow! They never got signed to Def Jam. Were they just an independent <laughs> group? You know that is a shame. This whole movie, I'm thinking like, oh wow, you know it's about fat acceptance and you know them coming into their own, and they don't even get on the fucking label. Ain't that a bitch? <laughs> they were they were under Sutra Records, Tin Pan Apple, <clears throat> Polydor, and Polygram Records. Interesting. I, I, I'm not seeing anything about. Is it that maybe? fascinating? Like, okay, so it, that's an interesting thing in general, right? Like, I feel like. We That's a weird thing to add into the movie. But, but no, in general, though, I think we think of like hip hop in 80s and we think of Def Jam synonymously with everything. But they really didn't do that much, though, right? Like, no. Yeah, like, um, like yeah, we think of uh, Run DMC, but like, as soon as you say, like, well, who else? A slick Rick? Okay, yeah, that's one. And then, like, yeah, you say the fat boy's like, well, technically, no. 
What, heavy D? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking at who was on uh, Def Jam at the early time. We got, uh, let's see, LL Cool J, Beastie Boys, Tila Rock, Orange Juice Jones. <laughs> um, let's see, they had a, they had the RAL label so you had uh, epmd onyx red red man warren g j no well, that's more than the 90s yeah yeah that's more than 90s but yeah i no fat boys <laughs> so I... oh wait 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 polygram okay uh polygram purchased sony's Okay, well, it wasn't during this time period if they ever had any connection to Def Jam. It was not during that, which probably explains why they never got signed, because they never got signed. <laughs> but why? Like, it's a movie. You can make up whatever. <laughs> right. Like, like the label's going to be like, hey, 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 hey. Hey, stop hey, acting hey. like they joined your label. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Pay, whoa, play, whoa. You got too much dip on your chip. And I'm, I'm looking at the artists under Def Jam now, and this list is just silly. It's it's just it's just a it's just a gas and a half. You know Justin Bieber <laughs> apparently oh still Lord. under Def Jam. No, <laughs> <laughs> bro, oh, boy, if you don't get out of that contract, oh, Crush Groove Two Star. <laughs> wait, wait, can this happen? Would you, is that what you're prepared to oh, see? No, that's the next be Space Jam nostalgia pulling thing. Two, <laughs> two chains, Alicia Cara, uh, uh, no. Big Shot. Wait, wait, <laughs> BTS is under Def Jam. Oh, shit. Wait a minute, a whole new generation of genre mixing. Bruh, <laughs> bruh, you heard it here first, folks. Crush Groove, a new legacy, starring <laughs> BTS and Kanye West. No. <laughs> And, and the BTS, they come in with their, uh, light it up like dynamite. And BTS is this, uh, Korean group by way of <laughs> this America Korean somehow. foreign exchange group. Right, yeah, yeah, foreign exchange group. And they, they, they lost their way in, in, in Brooklyn. They got to try to, you know, uh, make some money oh to get God. back. And so they perform at this club. Don't, don't like, forget, both, both Logic and Nas are still under Def Jam. So it was Pusher T. Yeah. Public right. Enemy, uh, Rihanna, Tayana Taylor, YG. This, this is this is uh, this is a comedy film waiting to happen. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, uh, let's ask this: Would you recommend watching the movie? If you don't, it, well, it's it, on YouTube. Y- yeah, you know what I would say. It's like you know, for one, it's on YouTube. If two, like if you got TV and like it happens to come on, I think it's a fun one to just like have on. You yeah, know, it's like, like it's oh, the it's, song it's came decent on. background noise. Yeah, like, at yeah. best you'll have you'll at least you'll have some good music. Yeah, like, the music then, is legit good. Yeah, and having the just moments to be like, oh shit, is that a dude's mouth party? Like, yeah, like you know, just having yeah. those moments. You know, it's enjoyable for that. But yeah, other than that, it, it is kind of a window dressing of a movie. It it could it could be something fun to watch with like, you know, your. Uh, with like, like a, a crowd, 80s night, you know, yeah, like an '80s night or a crowd of people that like know sure. the music, or if you're doing like hip hop history or something, it could be like an interesting exploration. You you can at least take solace that the ending of this podcast will leave more than a lasting effect than the ending of that movie did because it, right? it hit and the like, end and the credits started rolling and they started doing the Soul Train line. I'm like, I mean, what other way for black people to end yeah. a movie but with the Soul Train line? Which I wasn't mad at it. 
Yeah, I, I was honestly like racking my brain trying to remember how the last five minutes go. Like, what is the you know the order of events? But it's like it really doesn't matter. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. The movie doesn't end. It just kind of stops. <laughs> yeah. It it, it, it it peters out. <laughs> it's just like, oh, I hope you enjoy the music anyway. And then and then they lived rapidly ever after. <laughs> right. This has been the review of a new podcast. Thank you all for listening. If you want to hear the other exclusive episodes, be sure to check them out on uh, Patreon at Patreon.com/slash/RapCritic. You can of course also get access to rap critic episodes early as well as join the rc patreon and uh if if you would be so kind to rate this uh podcast five stars and give me like good reviews on the things where you're supposed to do that because i'm not great at reminding people of the things (laughs) to tell them to do to actually help me do stuff but you got to do that because that's what keeps stuff popping up for other people to see it and then that person sees it and then the next person sees it so yeah if you could like do a thing where you like share it or give me five stars or something do it please i guess i don't know <laughs> do it <laughs> do it hit that notification bell to be notified when new episodes come out that's right god damn it uh and definitely follow will greatest you know what i'm saying on on all he doing you know what i'm saying on his channels you feel yes, me sir and uh until next time i'm dj and i'm will the greatest and we're causing our jobs to suck in MC Cause they don't make podcasts like these Period